From Toronto, Canada, The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. And welcome to the Audio Imaginarium. Come on in, weary traveler. Hang your cloak on a peg. Grab a stool and come gather around the fire. There are stories to be told and you are among friends. If this is your first time listening to us here on The Conspiracy Show, you picked a good night, my friends. We ask the big questions on the program. And tonight, no exception. The soul and the subconscious. That's where we're headed for the next two hours. Registered hypnotherapist, past life regression therapist, Dr. Elena Gabor is standing by live from Santa Monica, and she'll be with me, as I say, for the full two hours. In the second hour, we will open up the phone lines and take your questions and comments. Before we get rolling here, I want to give a shout-out to Denny Bladell and Kirk Shamel, our Star Chamber members. Thanks, Denny and Kirk, for your continued tremendous support. And if you'd like to be eligible for exclusive monthly online chats and video chats with me, visit patreon.com forward slash strange planet, patreon.com forward slash strange planet, and consider becoming an official supporter. Owen Wolf is my technical producer, and Ryan White is the live stream producer. Now, over the next two hours, we're going to dive deep into the mysteries of consciousness, life, and death and the underlying causes of many physical and mental conditions. Dr. Elena Gabor's pioneering techniques for exploring the subconscious and superconscious levels of the mind has helped her clients open new and unexpected doors into the fascinating realms of past lives and the afterlife, and to gain access to the universe where she believes all souls are originated. She refers to this as home in her book, Home at the Tree of Life. So, who are we? Why don't we remember where we came from? What is our purpose on Earth? What are diseases and how can we heal ourselves? Why is there suffering on Earth? What happens during sleep? Where do we go after the physical death? What does that universe look like? And what do we do there? What's the difference between soul and spirit? Who are spiritual guides? And what is their purpose? These are just some of the Areas we'll try and tackle over the next two hours. Dr. Elena Gabor is a medical hypnotherapist with private hypnotherapy practices in Santa Monica, Pasadena, and Long Island. Or sorry, Long Beach. The other coast. Long Beach, California. She's made a lifetime commitment to help people recover from physical and emotional illnesses. She started her training as a medical doctor in 1989 in Europe, followed by the medical doctor of stomatology training and the residency program in general stomatology. She holds a medical doctor of stematology, European license, and brings to her medical hypnotherapy practice 17 years of experience in hospitals, clinics, and private practice in medical and dental fields. She also holds U.S. certifications in hypnotherapy, medical hypnotherapy, and life coaching, and is a member of the National Guild of Hypnotists. Dr. Gabor is also a certified hypnosis instructor for the National Guild of Hypnotists and offers certification courses in hypnotherapy and medical hypnotherapy, both in the U.S. and Europe. And she is the author of Home at the Tree of Life. Dr. Elena Gabor, welcome back to The Conspiracy Show. How are you? 
I'm doing great. Thank you so much, Richard. It's such a pleasure to talk to you again. Likewise. Let me ask you right out of the shoot here uh, about this uh, certification course in hypnotherapy that you offer. Uh, tell me about that. How do, how do people find out about it? How do they register? And what is this, this course, this certification course, or courses, I should say? What are they all about? Yes, I teach certification programs in hypnotherapy in medical hypnotherapy and um, spiritual hypnotherapy in past life regression therapy and analysis and life between lives regression. Um, And I teach them in person in Los Angeles and I also teach them in Europe for people that live um, outside of U.S. if they're interested during the summer, I teach there. And... um, uh, also, people that are interested could take my training online. The entire training is also online, and it has um, hundreds of case studies and sessions with clients that they can learn from. Uh, it's a very interesting training, and uh, I would say it's a training in subconscious therapy uh, because uh, hypnotherapy works on the subconscious mind, and um, it's so helpful for psychotherapists, for medical doctors, for psychiatrists, for any specialty in the medical field, as well as for holistic practitioners or just people that are interested in learning how to heal themselves, how to help others heal, to take this training. It's just an amazing training. Actually, I'm I've been training today, and um, we're going to finish a a class next weekend. And uh, I have people from all over the world that uh, take my training, and they have wonderful results. It's a field that I think will become, in the future, medicine. The healing through the power of the mind and through connecting with a higher levels of consciousness with a subconscious and superconscious self. Uh, the superconscious self is the pure consciousness and once we align ourselves to that level, the, the vibration of the higher self, the pure positive energy uh, can flow through our body and through our energy field and heal, heal all the levels of our being. Um, the physical, the subconscious aspect, as well as the, the levels of the mind. So it's a very interesting and fascinating field. And, and how do they register? They can go on my website at drgabor.com. It's drgabor.com. And there they can find all the information about my training and they can register there. Now, can anyone, do you have to bring a certain skill set or certain experiences to this course. Can anyone learn how to help someone or put someone under hypnosis? Yes, absolutely. As long as a person doesn't have any psychiatric diagnosis, of course, they can uh, become certified in hypnotherapy because it's not difficult. It's not like it's brain surgery. And usually people that are attracted to this field register. People that don't resonate with it, of course, they wouldn't register. Uh, But anyone can learn this process, how to guide people in hypnosis. Hypnosis is just the regular state. We all go through that state every day. But once we learn how to use various techniques in hypnosis, we can achieve amazing results. 
In your book, Home at the Tree of Life, you have four clients, and you sort of walk us through some of their past life regressions and then how that helped them with yes. some of their present-day issues, correct? Yes. Actually, uh, I described their cases of healing. Uh, there are four people that came with severe problems, uh, depression. Some of them even had suicidal thoughts. Others had anxiety, fears, exhaustion, nightmares, and uh, they just wanted to feel better, to feel healthier, to improve the quality of their life, and to um, understand more about who they were. So you've mentioned past life regression. I did not intend to guide them into past lives. I just told them, go to the sources of your challenges. And they were the ones that started to describe to me that they were accessing lives in which it seemed to, um, in which they discovered that their problems originated, their depression or their suicidal tendencies or their anxiety. And they described those lives. They reviewed those lives. And once they reviewed them, they started to heal. They started to feel much better. After the first session, for example, in the case of um, the main character of the book, Mia, and in uh, the case of Professor Ben, uh, the suicidal tendencies uh, disappeared, then the nightmare disappeared. They started to feel, to feel better, uh, lighter. They were describing their body so heavy, the muscles pulling them to the, to the ground. So they felt lighter. Their vibration increased. Um, all these conditions I mentioned, usually our uh, health issues, especially the chronic diseases, are actually diseases of our soul. They're subconscious problems. Uh, and uh, once the soul heals, the physical body heals. Our body is powered by our energy field, and the energy field is the body of the soul. So if the soul is doing great, the human being is doing great. If the soul is not okay, the human being is not okay. So we have to get in touch with our subconscious aspect, with who we truly are. And here's the question. What is consciousness? The consciousness is the life force, is the soul, is the eternal aspect of us. We are physical beings, but we are just extensions of our soul. Some people, and, some uh, people like materialists that often are in scientific fields or academia and so forth, they believe that all we are really, that who we are, it resides in the brain, in the mind. And yet, I've pointed this out, I'm not the first person, but when we talk to someone and we introduce ourselves, or they say, you know, and we say, my name is Richard, for example, we put our hand on our heart, right? We say, my name is Richard, and we tap our, which is, it's a kind of instinctual, which always has, yes. you know, led people to believe, well, maybe that's where the soul resides. It's in the heart. Well, otherwise, why would we point to our heart? Where is the soul? The brain, the heart, where? Actually, the body is in the soul. The soul is the energy field. Uh, is the consciousness it has the soul has a mind is the subconscious mind and has a body the energy field but the body itself is in the energy field the energy field extends outside of the body it's larger than the body oh that's interesting and, uh, so the soul is not in us we are in the soul 
Yes, yes, yes. The soul, in a sense, it's a molecule of life force, of source energy, of divine energy, however you would like the primordial energy from which everything originates, uh, matter and energy. Um, and it radiates out, it's very powerful, radiates out its energy. And um, the soul can extend also from the body. It does that all the time. There are people that for various periods in their life, uh, the soul is not in the body. They look like a shadow. Uh, the soul may even go back to the light to rest. It's too exhausted and it may ca- come back um, in a few days or in a few months. Uh, and this, the human being is still able to function, but it may not have the same level of energy, the same level of focus. It's a very complex dynamic that's uh, uh, that's going on at the subconscious level that we're not aware of. We just feel different things, but we don't know why we feel them. And uh, this idea that you mentioned that consciousness is the result of the brain activity is starting to be challenged even even in science uh, that um, the consciousness is inside of the brain uh, and uh, is the result of is the product of the brain um, is starting to be challenged by uh, near that experiences for example when people describe uh, seeing rooms or operating rooms or what people do there, the doctors and nurses do there, and they describe from uh, a corner of the room outside of their body. So if the consciousness is within the body, how can they see everything from above? Right. So right. this idea is challenged in science right now. And you mentioned superconsciousness. Just go over that with me again. What is superconsciousness? Superconscious mind, the superconscious level of consciousness is pure consciousness, is um, pure positive energy, is our higher self, is the level to which we return after physical life, uh, and is the level where we make all decisions regarding our physical life. At that level, we create our life with infinite possibilities of this life in order for us to be able to have choices to progress and evolve, because this is the purpose of life, to progress, to evolve your consciousness. And that can happen through creating positive energy, through feeling love and receiving love, as well as through experience. So... Um, at that highest level of consciousness, the superconscious level, we as consciousness exist in pure positive energy, in that ultimate reality that is described in religion as heaven. That reality is located beyond the light. It's a vibrational reality. It's an energetic reality. It's not really a place. It's beyond time and place, That's what uh, you time call, and space. That's what you call home. Yes. The home of all souls, uh, yes, is heaven described by religion, but it's not organized or is not that limited as religion describes. It's, it's a place, a, a vibrational place. Uh, it's an unlimited reality where souls return and where there is only 
pure positive energy. So souls feel amazing there. That's why they say after a person dies and returns to the light, they feel wonderful. And people uh, that have gone through near that experiences have described the same thing that all their pains or troubles or negative thoughts or suffering disappears once they enter the light. Do we have they physical, feel wonderful feelings. Do we take physical form there? No, no. The physical form is only in the physical reality. That's a non-physical reality. It's not even energetic reality how it is the reality of the soul. So the soul has an energetic body. The pure consciousness, the superconscious self doesn't have a physical body, doesn't have an energetic body. It's like water being in three states. It can be in solid form. That would be the physical aspect of us. It could be liquid. That would be the soul, the subconscious aspect of us, what we are as energy in the energy field or astral plane or um, ethereal field. And then it can be as vapor, and that would be the superconscious state. What about an astral body? When we leave our body, people report, you know, leaving their body, maybe bilocating, or maybe at night they leave their body. They call that sometimes the astral body. Is that the form that we take when we go home, as you say? Yes, it's the body of the soul. Some call it the dream body because it's the body that we, we have when we dream and travel. It's the body that we have in out-of-body experiences, in astral projection. It's the same. It's the soul body. And then as the soul enters the light, the light cleanses the soul of all blockages of any negative energy or low vibration energy, it purifies the soul, the source charges with positive energy in the light. And then as it transitions beyond the light in the ultimate reality, it doesn't have an energetic body anymore. It transforms into pure consciousness. And so what do we do in heaven or home while we're waiting to reincarnate? So after we end a physical life, we enter the light, and there there are a few gates in which the soul is evaluated by their spiritual guides, the spiritual masters, the source. Their progress is evaluated if they progress in that life, if they increase their energy and vibration or not, or if they decreased. And after the life review, the Last judgment, judgment day, as it's described in religion, it's not really a judgment, is a positive evaluation of the progress the soul has experienced. Then the soul decides if it would like to remain in the ultimate reality or continue to incarnate if it wants to continue to progress or fix something. Uh, and uh, if the soul decides to remain in the ultimate reality, It goes, the first stop would be at the Tree of Life or the Akashic Record place um, where the soul would leave the memories of that life, the 
subconscious as well as the conscious memories of that life. The soul takes with it the conscious memories as well, the memories from the brain. I'm going to jump in. We'll uh, we'll take a quick time out, come back and continue yes. to talk about soul science and the subconscious. And we'll also talk about some of the case studies in the book, Home at the Tree of Life, including a former Special Forces Israeli Army officer who was able to overcome his panic attacks and sleep disorders with hypnotherapy. Back with more of my conversation with Dr. Elena Gabor right here on The Conspiracy Show. Stay with us. The truth is not out there. It's right here. The Conspiracy Show with Richard Sarrett. If you'd like to find out more about online certification in uh, hypnosis, hypnotherapy, medical hypnotherapy, past life regression therapy and analysis, and life beyond life regression certification programs, just go to drgabor.com. That's D-R-G-A-B-O-R. D-R-G-A-B-O-R.com. drgabor.com. And Dr. Uh, Elena Gabor stays with us for the entire two hours tonight. In the second hour, top of the hour, we will open up the phone lines and take your questions and comments as uh, we continue to discuss past life regression therapy, reincarnation, lives between life, regression, and uh, and so on. Now, uh, before we get to the um, the uh, IDF uh, officer and his anxiety attacks, which is featured in your book, Home of the Tree of Life, we'll also talk about some of the other uh, case studies in the book. I just wanted to come back to uh, memory and and why we uh, we leave our memories. You say at the tree of life before we incarnate again or reincarnate. Uh, however, yes. we know. I mean, some people do have memories of a previous life without regression therapy. And I'm thinking of, for example, um, uh, the children. There's the, I, yes. I think his name was the Leiderberg, uh, Lieberger case out in Seattle where this little boy believed he was in a former life a fighter pilot in the Second World War. Uh, I mean, there are countless stories of children yes. particularly. So some, pe- some people do remember a past life and others do not. Why is that? Well, as I was saying, the souls leave the memories of other lives at the tree of life so that um, they get into the training program for the next life. They make all the decisions regarding that life and then um, they study for that life. They decide what they want to work on on that life and then they incarnate. Now, the people you're referring to, the ones that talk about other lives, they don't remember them. Those, The memories of other lives are not in our brain to remember them because this brain and this conscious mind was formed in this life. In other lives, we had different, a different body, a different brain, a different conscious mind. What they are doing, actually, they are accessing those lives. They are accessing in the moment those lives that uh, have relevance to their current life. Maybe they have 
have left with unresolved feelings. This is actually the uh, usual case. So what do they do at the subconscious level? They are attracted by that life. And what they do as souls, they enter that body, they merge with that part of the soul that lives in that body. So with that part of their own soul that experiences that life because all lives are simultaneous. Um, past does not exist the way we, we understand it. So they connect with those lives that happen on a parallel version of reality. They start accessing information they go again through those experiences and they describe them. People assume their memories. They're actually not memories. They're memories the moment you access them and you bring them into your brain. But they're actually, uh, it's actually a process of accessing that life, not remembering that life. Right. No, it's a, it's a subtle difference, but I, I think I understand. Um, yes. Yes. So they have that ability especially children have that ability because until six or seven years old, literally the conscious mind is not fully formed. They function from their subconscious. And for the subconscious, it's a regular thing, an unusual thing to travel, to, to connect with other version of themselves. So when they start describing, they talk as if it's a normal thing. And that's when parents may become confused, may tell them, oh, it's your imagination or, oh, that didn't happen. And they confuse the children and some stop sharing what they access because they're not understood. And uh, some uh, if the parents actually uh, are interested in what they're saying, may share more information. You... Uh well, first of all, anxiety and panic attacks. Uh, so many people yes. today are suffering from anxiety, depression, yes. panic attacks. Uh, this is often affecting uh, their their sleep. Um, Absolutely. N- now you had uh, a you had a, 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 a you have a case in the book, Home of the Tree of Life, uh, a former Israeli special forces officer. Uh, who came to Actually, you. he's not in my book. Ah. He's uh, uh, a recent client who actually became my student when he saw the amazing transformation he went through with hypnotherapy in just a few sessions. Um, so, yes, he's, uh, uh, he's in his late 20s, uh, former Israeli special forces soldier. And um, about two years ago, he started to have severe panic attacks with non-epileptic seizures. Uh, he was passing out, and it was happening usually in crowds or in close spaces, um, like malls, and uh, sometimes even when he became very angry. Uh, he felt like his body was becoming very heavy. He was feeling very weak, losing control of himself, uh, had a very hard time breathing, and he described that it was like being underwater and even uh, chest pain. Um, so he was losing his consciousness for a few seconds to a few minutes, and um, it, it became very hard for him to leave his house. 
He tried other forms of therapy, but nothing changed his state. So he decided to come for a few hypnotherapy session, sessions. And I would like to say that after our first session, his panic attack stopped. It took a few sessions to overcome his anxiety completely, but his panic attacks uh, stopped right there. He never had uh, um, non-epileptic seizures anymore, so uh, his state improved drastically. And in our first session, I only offered him suggestions. We did a hypnotherapy session for uh, providing to him suggestions to overcome anxiety. Anxiety is the result of functioning from fear-based beliefs uh, about the future. And um, in the second and third session, we did um, we did uh, research about we did regression work to identify the sources of these issues. And what is interesting is that every single life addressed one of his symptoms. For example, he saw a life as a man who drowned uh, because his boat had a crack and sinked. And he could recognize as he was drowning that feeling of not being able to breathe and being underwater. And uh, after he reviewed that life, that feeling uh, was gone, that symptom. And then he saw another life as an African man who was exploring nature and uh, ended up sinking in the mud, dying in the mud. He could not control the situation. His body was very heavy uh, and uh, he died swallowing mud. So again, he wasn't able to breathe. So very similar symptoms to his panic attacks. Now, go, before and the, then, did, he, did he believe in reincarnation? I mean, when he came out of this regression, what was his reaction? Um, he felt better. He was surprised by what he was accessing. He resonated with the concept of reincarnation, but he didn't think or he never read anything about that. Uh, he never thought it would be relevant for his current symptoms or his current life. Uh, and then he, um, he had another feeling in the malls. He felt like he wouldn't find the exit. He had a panic about that. And he actually saw a life in which he was a 17 years old man who ended up in a maze and uh, he became frustrated and desperate that he wasn't able to find the exit. Uh, he didn't die in that life. He finally found it, but it was exactly the same feeling. And then he explored some other lives, and here's an interesting one. Uh, um, Dr. Gabor, I'll get you to save that one when we come back. We'll get right back all right. to the, uh, the Special Forces soldier who suffered from panic attacks, sleep disorders, nightmares, unpleasant dreams, and those were resolved with hypnotherapy, past life regression therapy. We'll also talk about Mia again, who features uh, large in Home at the Tree of Life. By my guest, Dr. Elena Gabor. Stay with us right here on The Conspiracy Show. Providing the evidence and letting you draw your own conclusions. 
This is The Conspiracy Show with Richard Sarrett. Welcome back. Dr. Elena Gabor, my guest, past life regression therapist, registered hypnotherapist, and the website, drgabor.com, D-R-G-A-B-O-R.com, and you can find out how to register there for her various online uh, hypnosis, hip, uh, certified hypnosis classes, past life regression therapy, medical hypnosis, uh, life between lives, and so forth. Um, now we were we were just finishing up with the Israeli special forces officer who was uh, dealing with anxiety and panic attacks and uh, non-epileptic seizures, and um, he through several past life regressions. Uh, two of which involved drowning of a sort. He was able to yes. overcome some some of his other um, issues. Now, yes, you wanted to finish up with him before we move on to uh, to Mia or Maya. Yes, he actually saw a few lives in which he was a soldier, but the, the last life he saw, he um, he was a 36 years old man on electric chair. He ended up on the electric chair because he killed thousands of Germans at the end of World War II. He described himself as being a terrorist, a Russian Jewish, who uh, blew up buildings. Um, it didn't matter if they were children or women or um, it, it didn't really matter for him, and he felt like the Americans are doing this to me. That's what he said. The Americans are doing this to me, and it's not fair. And as he was dying on the electric chair, he had the same feelings and sensations in the head area uh, as he uh, had during his seizures. So... After these sessions, he never had um, panic attacks again. Um, it's been about nine months since we had our first session. And now he's a hypnotherapist and he's helping uh, other people um, overcome uh, anxiety and panic attacks as well. All right. Now, um, Maya, who is... Uh occupies a great deal of space in Home of the Tree of Life. Uh, tell me about her first of all, how you met, and then uh, this is a short segment. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll continue on after the, the, the upcoming break. But first of all, uh, who was Maya? What were her circumstances? Mia was a young woman who did not believe in hypnosis. She rejected the idea, but when she became suicidal after taking medication, um, she realized um, there is nothing that could help her at that point. She was looking for ways to commit suicide, and she accepted to have a hypnotherapy session, and uh, she saw a life as a gypsy woman. She saw multiple lives, but the most relevant one was as a gypsy woman in a, a community of circus people, and that life was so beautiful. She felt amazing feelings of love for the community as well as for her husband in that life and for her children. And the feeling of love elevated her uh, and the, the um, nightmares and the suicidal thoughts disappeared after that session. Depression is the disconnection from the energy of love, is the devaluation of the self, 
uh, is the result of functioning from negatively oriented beliefs. And with that session, she could feel again love in her heart. This is how hypnotherapy helps people by helping uh, them feel, change their feeling states. Uh, talk therapy is not able to achieve that. Talk therapy teaches them wonderful ideas, but n- does not do changes at the feeling level. That's what hypnotherapy does. And uh, it was very valuable in her case. And Mia um, ended up having wonderful skills of perceptions at the soul level. I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with Dr. Brian Wise's book, Many Lives, Many Masters. She has the same skills as Catherine, the main character, but even at a higher level in the sense that Catherine was able not only to experience her past lives and to release her symptoms, but she was able to connect with the spiritual masters and uh, um, just voice their messages. But she was able to stay in that state for a short period of time. Mia has the same abilities, but is able to stay in that state of connection with the spiritual masters for about an hour or two hours sometimes. And because of that, I got the chance to ask a lot of the questions that I'm sure Dr. Brian Wise would have loved to ask the masters, such as who are we, why are we here, what is the purpose of life, what is this that we're living in here, how how diseases are formed, how should we heal ourselves. So the entire book is contains a lot of these questions from the answers. They revealed um, an introduction to subconscious science for us to awaken to our true nature, to remember who we are and where we come from and why we are here. Uh, her, her life as a man, Joe, um, we'll just begin this conversation yes, now and we'll talk about it after the break. Yeah, tell me about yeah. her life as Joe. So Joseph, he he was um, a lawyer in Yugoslavia. His wife died at birth, and that life was linked to Mia's depression. Joseph went through such tremendous emotional pain, um, and um, she recognized that that is the source of her depression. And again, after that was the second session we had, and after that, her depression started to lift. Um, it took a while uh, for her to f- get to a level of peace and love. It took multiple sessions and, and many journeys into the light. After every session she experienced, after the life as Joseph, again, she took the, the journey into the light um, through the ethereal field, entered the light. She described what was going on there in the light, how the soul transforms into the superconscious self. As a soul, you have a body, you can see your energetic field, which is like a lighter version of your physical body. All right, I've got got to jump in here, Dr. Kabor. We hear that music percolating up. That means it's time to step away just for a moment. We'll be back. Dr. Elena Gabor, past life regression therapist, home at the Tree of Life, right here at The Conspiracy Show. My name is Richard Serrett. Don't go away. Exploring theories, uncovering facts, and offering a different view of the universe. 
This is The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. And we are back, and we will get to your phone calls in hour two as we approach the top of the hour, Dr. Elena Gabor. And again, if you would like to uh, register for her online certification programs in hypnosis, medical hypnosis, uh, soul therapy, uh, past life regression, uh, that's uh, drgabor.com, D-R-G-A-B-O-R.com, drgabor.com. Incidentally, how long are these courses, Elena? Um, the ones in person are a hundred dollars. The one that's online, it's more than, it's, it's more than a hundred hours. The class itself may take a hundred hours, but there's so many case studies that students can, uh, listen to and research that it may take about 500 hours. And after you complete this course and get the certif- uh, certification, can you then open your own practice? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, they can practice as certified hypnotherapists or hypnotists, and uh, they receive also certification in past life regression uh, and in life beyond life regression, as well as medical hypnotherapy. All right, back to Maya. Uh, we were talking about uh, first her life as Joseph, one of her incarnations. Um, yes. Um, uh, as uh, after Mia explored the, the life as Joseph and realized how uh, how much that life had impacted her current life, she felt exactly like Joseph in the current life. Um, after that life, as she left the life, she went back to the light, and um, once in the light, all that suffering disappeared, and she started to perceive herself how she looked like. Uh, she realized uh, that she didn't have the regular energetic body as a soul. She became a flame and slowly as she uh, entered beyond the light, she was literally a presence um, and connected again with the spiritual masters. And the spiritual masters uh, wanted to introduce to her to the ultimate reality for her to remember um, the the home of all souls, and they took her to the tree of life. And um, the tree of life was perceived by my other uh, clients described in the book, the other characters in the book. Uh, and then um, the tree of life is the place of connection of souls where all the lives and everything that ever existed um, can be accessed. The entire history of all universes is there. Um, and then uh, she explored the river of life, which is a, um, a river of souls that travel together in the ultimate reality. And as well as uh, through the river, you can actually exit through the river and incarnate whatever you would like to incarnate. And then she uh, discovered, and another client as well, discovered this infinite energy that could appear and disappear, that could become like a star or like a waterfall, have different colors, but mainly white and gold color, and uh, started to engage with the energy and um the first client who, Julia, who saw that energy and realized it's very old, very wise, very pure, Julia could not figure out 
who is that energy she only recognizes very different from the spiritual masters and uh, when Mia uh, encountered the same energy it she described it as a, an infinite waterfall the spiritual masters described that uh, it's actually the source of life God which was for me a very shocking revelation because I never thought that you can actually go to to a place a vibration a place where you could access God I never thought that God is accessible to any of us um, that you can actually talk to and also merge with um, Mia started to engage uh, to communicate with the source and then merge with the source the spiritual masters guided her to become one with the source in order to perceive how it feels to be one with God, to understand what unconditional love means. And and the source described that any soul is welcome to come there anytime they want to. And once they experience that level of love, it's, it's an extraordinary level of feeling. It's such a high vibration. It's such an ex- static feeling who gets to, that it heals emotionally who, who that's get, the ultimate level of healing the emotional who gets to healing. who gets yes. to meet the spiritual masters do you have to be an old soul that has been around a while in order to meet the spiritual masters every single soul is guided by spiritual guides and the spiritual masters are the spiritual guides of every guide so um, the spiritual masters are, and guides are always with us. It's just that at the human level, we don't perceive them. So we have to enter in these states like hypnosis, states of connection with the higher levels of consciousness. So in hypnosis, you become consciously aware of what you do as a soul. And once you enter the light, you actually are able to perceive better because it's pure positive energy everything is perceived crystal clear there there's no interference of low vibration like in this reality we are in a dual reality so um, you don't necessarily need to be a highly evolved soul Um, definitely evolved souls may perceive it easier because they have practiced this they have a high vibration but any other soul can perceive Uh, The ultimate reality is the home of all souls. All souls should go there every single night. Uh, This idea that you go to the light only when you die is incorrect because you should go to the light every single night because there you cleanse. It's like taking a shower. It's like resting and eating. Just like as a human being, you go home every night, you should go home Every night you should go as a soul home every night because if you don't, you become overwhelmed energetically. The blockages of negative energy or used energy start piling up in your energy field and you become sick. You develop depression, you develop anxiety, stress and all sorts of other feelings, exhaustions and so on. So the most important thing for a human being is to learn that it should have the desire to go home as a soul. Every night the soul extends from the body. Consciously we feel like we fall asleep, but we realize that in dreams we're not there, we're somewhere else experiencing other things. Dreams are nothing that 
um, are nothing but becoming aware at the conscious level of what we do subconsciously. Maybe it's not exactly how we're seeing because the human mind interprets in its own way what is happening there. But most of us are aware that during dreams we're not in the bed. We're somewhere else doing other things, traveling, flying, engaging with other people and so on. That's how, because we are how somewhere do we tra- else. How do we train ourselves to go home, as you say, every night? Oh, actually, there is a technique that anyone could use. Um, I used it starting medical school. Someone told me, a family member that was going to yoga told me, use this technique if you want to heal, if something, if you have a health condition or something is hurting or you want to feel better, use this technique. So uh, it's focusing on white golden light. It's like focusing on the sun, looking at the sun. And stay with that imagery of the sun as if the sun is in front of your face. Just stick with that imagery and um, it works uh, really well because at the soul level, at the subconscious level, what you focus on, you experience. What you focus on, you merge with. All right, we have to take so, a quick time out. We're at the top of the hour. We'll uh, pick up on that point. We'll open up the phone lines, right. and we'll also talk about another case in the book, Professor Ben, Home with the Tree of Life. Dr. Elena Gabor, my guest. Stay with us right here, Conspiracy Show. Conspiracy Show. 